Welcome, everybody, to episode two of From the League Office. Uh, I am your one co-host, Seth, and I'm here again with Max. What's up? Uh, we are doing part two of our team needs. Uh, this will be the back half of the first round of the draft today. Um, we're also going to talk some about exactly how the mock draft is going to look for us and talk some more about some other episodes because the mock draft will not be the exact next episode. We need some time still to figure out who we want to pick, kind of come up with some boards for ourselves, things like that. Yeah, got no underwear Olympics to go off of yet either this year, which kind True. of sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the senior draft did occur, or the senior bowl did occur. Yeah. So yeah. We, got, we got some tape to watch. <laughs> yeah, kind of comb through the tape. Yeah. Uh, I know we were talking about how we were only going to do fancy stuff, but did you see the video of Matt Rule talking to the players about coachability? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just like, was... yes, sir, doesn't mean you're coachable. <laughs> He's so funny. It's really funny. Every time I watch football with Fiona and she sees Matt Rule come up on the screen or just his name, I think she cringes because she's still salty for having a good year at Temple and then bouncing for Baylor. <laughs> So she just automatically hates him. But like, it's, it's, yeah, uh, it's funny. Nice. Uh, all right. So let's dive in. Uh, cool. Max is our first guy. Yes, I am, unfortunately. Of the night. And I'll, I'll lead off. So I think ultimately you got really unlucky with injuries, which I think everybody knows. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I was looking at your team and I was like, how did this team not get in the championship? And then I looked uh, again. I looked a little harder. I was like, oh, wait, he was hurt. He was hurt. He was hurt. He was also hurt. So I needed my own individual hospital. I think. I think that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you need. Yeah. You needed a much larger IR. Yeah. Uh, okay. So my top three for you were wide receiver, defensive line, and quarterback. Okay. Um, so wide receiver, I think Julio is. I think he's like he's on the downward trend. He's still a solid wide receiver, but I think. He's going to start slipping some. And the very common sentiment, it sounds like, is Atlanta is starting to look past Matt Ryan and figure out their next steps. Um, so if they keep Julio, but then switch over, switch over to another quarterback, uh, no guarantee that quarterback's as good as Ryan. I think Ryan's like one of those low-key, really good quarterbacks of the kind of like the 2010s. Yeah. Um. And the rest of your guys are all talented. They're just in really awkward situations. <laughs> like, I mean, you have Mims on the Jets. You have McLaurin. Uh, you have Chark. Preston Williams. Like, they're all guys that have showed promise. But all those quarterback situations are not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think like, some wide receiver help would help a lot. Um, D-line, you just have – my biggest thing was you just have exactly three defensive linemen. So do depth really? would help you. According to my roster, you do. Oh, no. I got I got two more in there. Are they linebacker slash uh, defensive a, line? One's a linebacker DL, and then okay. I have Carlos, Carlos Dunlap, which, I mean, you can think what you want of him, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, the 
So when you like pull data to Excel and stuff from oh, the okay. site, it only takes their primary position. Okay. So you only have like three predominantly, I guess, defensive linemen. Oh, but, so that's probably not even including TJ Watt as a predominant. No, Watt's a linebacker according to this. Yeah. That's a big miss then too for that. Yeah, I'd probably change my. Oh yeah, and you also have Chubb, who I think you can play on the D line. Can't you? Yeah, he's predominantly linebacker too. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> Picking Never the mind right away. So Max only has two top needs in my book. Uh, uh, I'll just get past D line. Uh, so yeah, so quarterback. Um, Max has. Tannehill, Trubisky, Allen, Hurts, Wilson. So Allen, Wilson, uh, two solid guys for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the other three, so Trubisky and Hurts are, I would say, not startable right now. It kind of looks like Eagles are tending towards Wentz and keeping him. Um, so at the very <laughs> least, there's going to be a competition there. And I would assume Chicago is trying to move off Trubisky as soon as they can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tannehill, I like him. I'm just not sure. I don't know. I, with how the Titans seem to keep stalling in the playoffs, um, I think at some point they're going to say that we can't depend on Henry's legs to last forever. And I th- I feel like they're going to go the way of Tannehill's not the guy that can take him over the hump. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just don't really trust him as – he's also 32, which is wild to me. Yeah, I know. I don't – that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I think it's just because he was hurt forever in Miami, just all the time. His backup is Logan Woodside. I've never heard that name before. I've never heard that name either. Toledo. Uh, maybe Trubisky gets traded to Tennessee, and then you can keep Trubisky. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so I think, I think like, quarterback depth would be good for you. Okay. Um, so you're pretty close to what I had. My first one, um, I got – nitpicky about my own too i said young wide receiver prospects um because i mean julio julio's still gonna do julio things i think you definitely got to see shades of like the downward trend this year um i think he just had bad um injury luck this year i mean he's always been hurt in some way shape or form throughout his career but Mm -hmm. um who who knows what his situation is going to look like next year if it's in Atlanta or not? But like other than that, like um, things could be so different. Like Chark is likely going to have Lawrence, and I've seen Chark as a buy low candidate all over the place for this off season. Um, I think he's a really good talent, so I think I like him a lot. Deontay Johnson's solid. I love Terry McLaurin. Um, but like other than that, like I mean Travis Fulgham could just be a flash in the pan for all I know Golden Tate is pretty much on his way out and then I really have nothing besides Denzel Mims so and Preston Williams but who knows um so I don't know I think I just need some more dependable pieces there um to keep going off of um yeah even with like a Johnson I think Big Ben for as obviously aged as he looked this past season <laughs> yeah still was able to feed multiple targets really well yeah. which i don't know that if you bring in a new quarterback for when he retires if that quarterback will be able to do the same thing especially a young guy yeah and if uh, the steelers don't move off one of those wide receivers i could see it kind of hurting all three being like claypool yeah. johnson and uh juju 
Yeah, and the thing with uh, as as of right now, the plans for Ben to come back next year until they give us a big reason to think otherwise. Um, but like when Ben likes a, a receiver, he really likes a receiver, and like if you just look through his like targets, he's like. I'm like reading through like weeks nine through 13 that goes 10, 11, 16, 13, 12. Then you had seven for a week, then 13, 14, like keep peppers in with targets. That's really um, solid. Yeah. It's just Deontay Johnson was just dropping every other ball this year, <laughs> apparently. Um, so I, yeah, I, I really like him. I think he's a really good route runner and everything. So optimistic there. Um, uh, next one, I maybe I was just scarred from what this past year, and that's why I put this. But I put starting running back depth, um, just because I saw all my guys keep going down. But like David Johnson, I don't know. He he was solid when he played this year, um, but he got hurt, and who knows what Houston's going into? Yeah, unfortunately, um, he's on a dumpster fire. Yeah, I I know. I know you really like him just because of when you got him from the beginning. He was my um, boy for so long. <laughs> but I'll have Saquon coming back next year, and hopefully that recovery goes well. And then Dobbins and CEH will be a good trio. But then, like, other than that, like, Buffalo's running back room is still kind of murky. Um, mm-hmm. So don't really know which way they're going to roll there. And then, I mean – Carlos Hyde, DeAndre Washington, Peyton Barber, they could all end up being cut. So then I, my depth is like very slim. Um, yeah. So that's an area I can definitely use some improvement on, in my opinion. And I mean, I forgot, I forgot I have Tariq Cohen too. He's just been hurt from the very beginning, but who knows what he's going to do. Um, yeah, I think I probably would have put running back in there if I'd realized he actually had D-line. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I think just like if you look at the pure the pure number of running backs you have, it's kind of hard to say. Hey, draft more running backs. I know. Yeah, I know. That's what. That's why I was thinking too. And then it was like I looked like I could easily cut three of these guys when we have to trim our rosters down. That's true. Because um, you do so. have you have thirteen running backs currently on the roster. <laughs> Which oh is my just, gosh, that's disgusting. That's so many running backs. <laughs> that's over 20% of your roster is just running backs. I feel like Shane with wide receivers. Pretty much. Um, yeah, there's some guys on taxi squad too. But um, then the last one I matched up with you pretty much was um, I said I said more certainty around QB depth. Um Wilson's a stud. Allen had his huge breakout this year, and I think he actually – Finished, yeah, number one overall uh, scorer. Mm-hmm. So, Aaron, I'm waiting for that apology from you for all the <laughs> lander you threw at Josh Allen this year. Just I'll wait patiently. I've been waiting this whole time. Um, but uh, those two are solid. I think I think I think you're on the right track with Tannehill too. Like if he doesn't get them like a step or two further here, like they could move on from him. So um, he's been really good in Tennessee for fantasy purposes. Um, so I think he's like a ideal number three, like quarterback in a super flex league to have, but like Trubisky, everyone knows what's going on with him. And then who knows what's going to happen in Philly. Um, I don't know. I keep wanting to say I'm leaning towards one way or the other with how things develop there. But like, I don't know. I, I wanted to like say like that 
it was more towards them committing to Wentz lately, but like I could kind of see Hertz like Hertz getting his chance. Like I don't know. Like they I think I don't know if you saw this, but the quarterback coach or passing game coordinator they just brought in, I think came from Florida. I just saw this today. He just came from Florida and he recruited Hertz heavily out of high school. Oh when really? He was, yeah, when he was in college, and I think he also either coached or recruited him in high school too. Interesting. Um, yeah. So there's either either way. There's a there's some connection with Hertz and this new coach they brought in. Um, so that's what's got people freaking out at the moment. Um, but the other thing that's been interesting I noticed lately is um, everyone's always like speculated the Colts for once, if they were to move him as like a potential suitor and uh, cause like the Frank Reich connection and everything. And mm-hmm. I think the Colts just uh, snagged the passing game coordinator from the Eagles to their staff. Like last oh, that's week. Interesting. Yeah. So I, maybe they're just, maybe it leads to nothing, but there's just little tidbits that are interesting to keep an eye on. Um, cause who knows what their relationship is like there. And did you see that? press conference opener for the Eagles new head coach no I didn't oh it's painful (laughs) he he looks so non-committal and cringy like I saw Eagles fans were just ripping it apart I don't know they rip anything apart though I mean that's that's true (laughs) yeah but we don't have to waste more time going into that but who knows bottom lines who knows what can happen with Hurts I still think he's proving himself as some sort of asset so he could very well have a job sooner than later yeah um so i looked up the quarterback coach because i was curious Mm -hmm. and the most important thing i discovered is that he was on the playstation 3 edition of ncaa football 10 what yes he played for the utah the utah the utah (laughs) the utah utes uh I can't, I guess was Utah good? Yeah, they were. And I mean, that, that, I mean, they were good before that's like a, I want to say Sugar Bowl. He might have won the Sugar Bowl. Wow. Okay. He's number three, so that's what that's a quarterback. Maybe. Uh, I mean, I guess it would make anything, sense that the yeah. college quarterback becomes a quarterback coach. Yeah. Yeah. So. so yeah, that's a little tidbit for you if you didn't know. I did not know. That's interesting. Um. Okay, we can pivot off of me now and move along to Aaron. Um, Why don't you go first? Yeah. So Aaron's team was fun to look at. Um, I think he had a lot of uh, guys come through for him this year. Montgomery, I think, had his breakout that a lot of people were waiting for. Um, Cam Akers finally got a shot and started doing well. Like I think he's in a really good spot with running backs. Um, mm-hmm. So the first position need I had for him was defensive line. Um, I don't know. I just nothing's like really popping out to me. I guess it was just like the expansion of um, the rosters we've done now. I think defense is just becoming a lot more important to carry your team if you lack depth otherwise. Um, Buckner's a stud. Um, I just have a hard time trusting D tackles and IDP unless you have like some sort of certain scoring for them, unless you like you have to start them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to win matchups no matter where he's put up. Um, but 
And he's got guys like Harold Landry could have some spot games here and there. And Okwara, he just picked up. And then Demarcus Lawrence hasn't looked the same since he got the contract. And Ngakwe just jumped all around this year. And Brian Burns did okay. Um, so I, I don't know. I just I didn't saw see. a stat somewhere that Brian Burns was like actually one of the better rookies as the year went on. Is, or was sophomore. It might yeah, be a sophomore, a sophomore year. year. Yeah, he, he. I think he made the leap this year for sure. Um, they, they, they have such a young defense. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe he turns into something more for him. Um, oh, he also had Daniel Hunter on IR. Um, that was a big blow. But I still think he could use a stud there, a lawn hunter. If Hunter comes back to form, who knows? Um, addressers are a premium. But... Uh, the next position I had was linebacker for him. Um, Jalen Smith is uh, solid. I think he's going to be like double digits almost every week, guaranteed for points. Um, Corey Littleton ended up not being that great in Las Vegas, apparently. Um, I don't think that's hmm. the right move for him. So um, that kind of hurt him. Shaq Thompson was kind of, He's off to a good start, it seemed like, to begin the year, but then he kind of trailed off after a while. Um, and lineback- linebacker points can just do so much for you. In, like, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, like, I mean, if you look at Shane's team, Shane has, like, a good three or four guys that would just explode. And if your team lacks otherwise, they can do so much. Um, mm-hmm. So I think he just – needs that linebacker stuff and it sucks because I know he traded Roquan Smith last year to you, right? Um yeah. Was that yeah. to me? Yeah, I think it was to you. Or did I get him in the redraft? I think he no he No he did. He did he because did. he was uh it was right he traded right before the redraft because he had a bunch of guys that mm-hmm. he couldn't figure out who to keep and he decided to not keep Smith. Yeah. He and I'm he thankful asked. for it. I know he asked me if I wanted to trade for him too. And it was a good offer. And I just had too many people I was trying to keep and I couldn't do the trade. And it sucks because Smith is a stud. I'll see if I can find that in text really I think, quick. I think it was like a third round pick or something or a second round pick. I have to go through text history since looks like at least the league finally got the old league got deleted. Oh, well. Um, while you're looking for that, I can just keep going. But, <clears throat> but yeah, I think he could benefit from a stud linebacker to plug in there. So he doesn't have to kind of guess around Jalen Smith. Um, so who knows? I mean, there's not that many good ones in this year's draft. I mean, Parsons is the top one I can think of, but there's not that many other names that are popping up in my head. Um then after linebacker, I put QB for him. Um, Dak was on fire to start, and he had that horrible injury. So I think he's going to be – who knows where he's going to play, honestly. I have no idea what the Cowboys are going to do. But um, I think he's a fantasy stud, and Stafford got the benefit of going to L.A. now. So – See how he does with McVeigh and all the weapons he has to work with over there. I think that'd be good for him. Ryan could be playing elsewhere other than Atlanta next year. Who knows? But I mean, he's generally okay um, now at this point. Um, 
and then Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> the Panthers are trying to move on to des- are absolutely trying to move on to somebody else. And it yeah. sucks. I feel so bad for Teddy. So do I. Um, but um he's clearly not the answer. And then he has like Philip Walker behind him, who's just a backup at this point. Um so I just think he needs more depth there because one guy goes down and you're panicking because everyone else is hoarding all these quarterbacks mm-hmm. in this league. But, yeah, that's ideal linebacker and quarterback for him. <laughs> nice. So, actually, I had quarterback as his number one need, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, for effectively the reasons you put. Um, in general, I thought Aaron's team was, like, really similar to Jamie's where it could be super boomer bust mm-hmm. week in and week out. I think a lot of that, though, as opposed to, like, Jamie's reasons was more he just has so much youth on his team right now. Yeah. And so it's just kind of like a natural byproduct. So I'm interested to see just how the whole team grows as a whole and hopefully gets more steady for him. Um, but my second position was actually tight end. Oh, wow. Um, so he has three tight ends. Um, Asi Asi, I don't really trust. <laughs> Uh, especially with all the talk of uh, I've seen like from mock drafts, uh, the Patriots are often getting mocked. Um, that Florida guy, the Florida tight ends. Yeah. I've seen yeah. like both Pitts and uh, Waddle as okay. like the most common stuff. Um, obviously if Pitts gets drafted, all the other tight ends are just basically going to be blocking tight ends. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. Uh, Tyler Higby, I like, but the Rams seem to like to rotate out their tight ends regularly. So yep. it's kind of hard to say that one of them will be like the guy. Yeah. And then um, it's funny because he has Stafford, but uh, Hawkinson got the bad end of the trade, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, that's so um, true. I didn't even think about the fallout from that. Yeah. So, like, I like Hawkinson and Goff. I don't think he's going to be bad. It's just that the Lions are kind of a dumpster fire. Yeah. And like they're not going to be trying to win. Mm-hmm. Um so it, like just the the whole situation it really hurts Hawkinson's value. Um so I think tight end's pretty big need for him now. He's got he's got another one in there too. He got Does he? Robert Tunyon. Uh that must have been Oh, that's so weird. Is he is hey, he only the, a tight end, or is he also no, they, a wide receiver? Yeah, he's also a wide receiver. Okay. But it's, it says his primary is tight end. Interesting. I think, like, I only know him as a tight end. It's kind of interesting yeah. that this pulled it as a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, that's different. I don't know. Like, it doesn't seem like Packers value tight ends very highly. Um, I mean, like, Rodgers can kind of make any tight end work. Um, I don't know what Tanya's contract looks like. Because, like, he was a no-name before this year. Yeah, and then he had, like, 11 touchdowns or something this year. He's yeah, still... he just kind of ate everything. Yeah. Um, was Sternberger hurt? Stern. <laughs> I forgot about that name. Yeah. Um, Did I have Stern? I thought I had Sternberger at one point in time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he just, like, fell out of favor or what. It he became. might have just fallen out of favor. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess Rodgers is screwed to trust Tunyon and, you know, important that is in Green Bay. Yeah. Rodgers doesn't like you. You're done. Yeah. Um, but I think I've seen some other mocks, um, <clears throat> them potentially picking up another wide receiver. Yeah. Which, <laughs> they won't do it. Come on. They've never done it not. for him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
Um, you never know, though. If he, especially if he gets MVP, he could be real grumpy if he wants to be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I still think just like some extra depth there, uh, mm-hmm. even if you want to try to roll with Tanyan as your starter, um, wouldn't hurt. And then I had defensive back. Um, mostly that was just kind of a name recognition thing. I know John Johnson because I had him, and I think John Johnson's a stud. Also, just like John Johnson. <laughs> uh, I didn't really recognize any of the other names. None of them jumped out to me. Um, mm-hmm. Jesse Bates is solid. Um, he kind of tailed off towards the end, but for the most part, he had a pretty good year. Yeah, and I mean, the Jets were a dumpster fire, so maybe the two Jets guys can turn it around. Yeah. Um, but I just figured, like... Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, no defensive choice. back to me is kind of one of those things where if you don't have a stud guy, it's just a revolving door. Yeah, it's kind of um, like receiver. Yeah, so yeah. since he really only has one stud, in my opinion, being Johnson, uh, I don't think it would hurt to get another one Yeah, in there. Um, so, yeah, so for me, it was quarterback, tight end, defensive back. Okay, very cool. Yeah. yeah. Next That's one is... homework, Aaron. Get to work. <laughs> uh, next one is Eric. So I thought Eric has, which I think he's had for a couple of years now, just kind of the strongest defense top to bottom. Yeah, he's always, he's had a solid defense for a while. Yeah, and so like, especially going through like um, all of the positions. Because like Shane has really good linebackers, but like, I mean, uh, Eric has good linebackers, but also good defensive line and also good defensive backs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is the only one where all my t- team needs are on the offensive end, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, Spoiler alert, so are mine. <laughs> <laughs> I think that actually makes it easier, though, because like we have way more experience with offense, so it's almost easier to fix yeah. than trying to figure out how to fix defense, at least for us right now. Um, so my number one need was quarterback because um, he's got, I mean, Breeze. So Breeze isn't officially retired yet, right? Um, I'm pretty sure. Because I thought there was like talk about him saying that was the end of the year, according to the source. But then, like he said, I didn't say that. Somebody else said that. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know if the official announcements come out, but like, I mean, he said right before that playoff game that like this is going to be his last game in the Superdome. Yeah, I thought. Okay. So <coughs> I'm going to chalk him up as retired for right now, just to kind of yeah, assume that. That's my assumption too. Yeah, so that leaves him with Carr and Jackson and then Alex Smith, um, yep. which, I don't know. I like Jackson, but he kind of regressed again as the season went on with his passing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he really needs to get that passing if he wants to be, a think, a long-term starter. Yeah. Um, just because, like, I, guys that are that mobile and depend that much on speed, I just get worried, like, the first time they get hurt or something. Yeah. Um, so if you don't have the passing to fall back on, I just can't see your long-term value. And I think there was already talk this season about potentially moving on from Carr. <laughs> so that makes me nervous. And then Smith, I don't think is ever really going to be a starter in the league again. Mm-hmm. Um, my second uh, was then wide receiver. Um, he just got Chenault from me. Uh, and I like Chenault, and he's going to be the same kind of thing with Chark, where having an actual quarterback will be pretty great for him. Um, Traquan Smith kind of broke out, but with Breeze retiring, yeah, I could see him going back to just not being relevant. Uh, Lockett, 
uh, has been good, but I don't know that he's been like regularly number one wide receiver good, which I think he's kind of the number one right now for Eric. Yeah, he's kind of got him in tandem with Ayuk at the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would assume Lockie would be his de facto number one. Yeah, I feel like he's got a lot of guys that are typically considered like wide receivers two slash threes. Yeah. Um, so really like a nice stud wide receiver or somebody yeah. that could turn into a for sure number one fantasy option would be good for him. Mm-hmm. And then my last need was tight end. Um, I like Andrews a lot, but I just think some depth could help. Logan Thomas, I think, kind of broke out, but I mean, yeah. it's the Washington he- football team, so <laughs> who knows what it'll be next year. Um, and Adam Trout, I mean, it's also New Orleans with... Yeah. It's hard to see especially if they're moving forward with Taysom Hill, it's kind of hard to see how that offense is going to operate right now. So I would, I'm not really trusting any, unless your name's Kamara, I'm not really trusting any position yeah. players out of North or Michael Thomas. Those are probably the only two guys I'd really want out of that team for the time being. Okay. That's fair. Um, so like I already alluded to, I'm just all, all on offense too. Um, first I had his quarterback matches you like same thing. I'm assuming breeze is gone. Um, so, and then Smith, I don't think is going to be any long-term option at all. Like comeback story is great, but I don't think he's going to have a starting future for very long in the NFL, um, which leaves him with Carr and Jackson. And I feel like maybe it's just me. I feel like Carr keeps getting linked to every trade rumor the past couple of years. I know. That's just- um, so like, I mean, I feel like he's okay. Like, I don't know if you can, you definitely can't pinpoint all the Raiders struggles on just Carr because their defense couldn't stop like anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, Carr is going to be like, just like your, in terms of fantasy, he's going to be in that, like the ceiling for him I see is probably like a mid-range QB2 or something. I don't, he may have a week or two here and there where he does something, but like, I don't know. I just haven't seen it as much and they have yet to show. I think, I mean, they're super committed to the run too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jackson, like you said, kind of took a step back. Um, he definitely needs that like alpha number one receiver type thing. Like, I don't think they're going to get that out of Hollywood Brown. Um and I think, like, I mean, you brought up the good point. It's like one wrong tackle, one injury for someone who relies on mobility and speed like he does, and who knows what that does to his playing career. Yeah. Um, I just keep seeing, like, RG3 flashbacks, and it makes oh me nervous. God. That was so sad. So yeah. sad. Um, so, yeah, I mean, outside Jackson, Carr, doesn't really have anything to rely on. So definitely in a super flex, need need a little more than that. Um, then... I also had receiver <clears throat> as my second one. Lockett is solid. Um, I think Metcalf has taken the number one role in there, but Lockett's going to have his games too. Um, so I think he's going to be a good like wide receiver too or like flex play for you most weeks, um, but not someone you can just like set and forget it all the time. And then Ayuk is I, – I really do like Ayuk. I, I think Ayuk is a stud. And with all the games that Debo has been missing, I think uh, Ayuk got the benefit this year, especially with Kittle down too. I'm um, going to showcase some stuff. So those two are good. But, like, <clears throat> I mean, Devontae Parker, 
he's like finally been playing well. Um, and then like Tim Patrick, who knows? And Sterling Shepard, I think is who he is. And Trayvon mm-hmm. Smith is who he is. Um, so I, 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 I think like like you said, I think Chenault's good too. Um, you, like you said, I think he could just use that stud guy just to plug in there um, and build off of. And it sucks because <laughs> the beginning of this year he had Stephon Diggs and Chris Godwin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that sucks. Um, I'm not upset to have Chris Godwin. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be either. Um, <laughs> he's gonna be. He could be changing teams too. That'll be interesting. That will be um, interesting. But. And then a third one I think that stuck out to me a lot was um, was more certainty for his running back depth. Um, hmm. Kamara is Kamara. He's a, a gem, so I think he's perfectly fine. Jones, I don't know. I've always been this way about Jones. I, I think he's – I've said this before. I would love to have him on my team, but, like, I don't know. He's very boomer bust too, but when he's – boom like he explodes like he goes nuts and then he may follow those weeks up with like a couple quiet weeks or something it's just a pattern he like i've heard like other analysts talk about over the years too and it just became a thing with him um but he's obviously good so like he's a good player to have on your team um so i think that's fine swift is a stud too i think a lot of people are becoming big fans on him um and fournette who knows where he's gonna end up um Tampa ended up being up finally a good situation towards the end of the year for him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the years look like beyond this year for him. Um, and then does, he even, all, does he only have a one-year contract? I don't even know yeah. how long it is. Yeah, it was only one year. So, I mean, and there's a lot of people who were kind of off from Fournette after Jacksonville anyway. So this could just been in the right situation for him. But – yeah, I could um, see him having like a blunt type career where he just kind of bounces around and bees that like bowling ball type guy for teams, yeah. but never he, really like being the feature back again. Yeah, I mean, even even Blunt had that one random year. Uh, I think it was with Philly at the end where he was like an RB one or something for the. Well, year. there was the one year he was like disgusting on the Patriots. It was That's, their one no, Super it was Bowl. The Patriots. It yeah. was a Patriots year. Yeah, he was he even had... returning kicks that year. Oh, really? Yeah, because he, oh, like, he's really fast. It takes him a long time to get to top speed, but once he's there, he's fast. And so it kind of works out for kickoffs. I loved it. It was hilarious. It's this massive dude just like sprinting as fast as he can down the field at you. That's terrifying. He's a terrifying dude in yeah, general. And, like, kickoff coverage guys aren't that big because they're typically tackling small dudes. Yeah, <laughs> they were just bouncing uh, off blunt as he'd be sprinting down the field. Oh my gosh, that's terrible! Yeah, that's yeah, hilarious. I mean, that's, that's a good comparison. He could end up being like that, but like his depth beyond that is all what if guys, you know? Like, yeah, um, it's like Pollard. A lot of people love Pollard, he's just got the roadblock of Zeke. Um, and that contract doesn't look good for Zeke right now, so who knows what happens? Hines will have his games where he gets like 10 receptions or something um mckinnon i don't think he's gonna turn into anything dependable chase edmonds is solid but again another what if guy jamal williams is a good handcuff and mike davis benefited from cmc being down all year so like it's it's just a thing you just need some more dependable depth in my opinion yeah i Um, think like i like heinz quite a lot i have him in another league um, I feel like his ceilings like a Bernard kind of thing, 
Yeah. Where you're a change of pace back, but still involved a lot. Yeah. Um, didn't like, wasn't there some stuff like with McKinnon just recently, like coming out between him and the 49ers, kind of like some bad blood type stuff? Oh, I don't know. I want to say there was. There was like an article or something where they were like not fans of each other. It was like, <laughs> I think somebody, he was asked like if he's coming back and he was just like, fuck no. <laughs> it was like there was a question like because i think the 49ers have a lot of players up uh for getting okay. up, like a lot of players that are more important than him so people weren't sure if it was just like uh he can read the writing on the wall kind of thing or if there's actually some more stuff going on in the background they also have like 600 running backs so like also they, don't, true. they don't need to bring him like his injury definitely sucked but like most are broke out big time mm-hmm. um I mean, I don't. I I definitely think McKinnon's a better option than Tevin Coleman at this point. Coleman kind of fell off, uh-huh. um, but I mean, even like guys like Jeff Wilson or Jermichael Hasty like had their moments where they were effective. Like just Shanahan just puts up a really good run game. Yeah, that's um, true. So yeah, I don't think McKinnon really needs to be back there for his own sake. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean that's kind of my wrap up for Eric. Cool. So in summary, Eric needs offense. Yes, offense, offense, offense. Um, I do so, like how we do have like a defensive stalwart kind of team, though. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Like, he's like the Chicago Bears of the league. <laughs> yeah, he's got I mean, he's got some really good guys. Like, yeah, I mean, he's got he's got Bosa, who's like an IDP stud, and yeah. just a lot of other really good. I mean, Quinn and Williams, Buda Baker. Um, Khalil Mack, even like, even though when he gets double team, I think he's still great now as like a better player across the league. So you're just mm-hmm. waiting for him to like for that all to come to fruition, and even like Zach Cunningham, too. Yeah, um, he, he found a good one in uh Cameron Curl, too, when Landon Collins went down for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, defensively, really good team, just needs some offense, yeah. Um, so that leads us into Mr. T.O. Um, and <laughs> it's, it's weird to say this one if you just look right at his team from the start. But my first thing for him is QB because, like, he's <laughs> on my list. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you look at if you pull up his team and you say QB, you see Patrick Mahomes <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers at the top. Yeah. Well, like, he's got the two, he's got the best possible combo you could ask for. And then, they just scroll down. There's literally nothing else. He has no other QBs. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess when they're that good, you only need two. Yeah. You I, just, take a, I guess you just oh. take away your bye weeks. Yeah. I mean, he loaded up on the depth everywhere else. Um, and, I mean, everyone else was scooping up all the quarterbacks this year, so he didn't really get um, the load up on that depth. But, fortunately, his guys stayed healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's pretty short and sweet. He needs guys just to back up Mahomes and Rogers. So he doesn't have to depend on some guys going down for another team to scoop up their backup or whatever. Um, so some decent quarterback with like a QB two ceiling or something would probably be perfect for him. Um, mm-hmm. then second one, I had defensive back. Um, Interesting. so, I think Peppers is a stud. Um, really like him in New York. Sorensen even had like a good year this year, but like I don't I don't know how much I trust that year in and year out from him. And 
Jordan Poyer is a good one too. But um, well, let me look at his depth. I think he has a lot of them. I just don't know how. Yeah, great I some think, of them are. Yeah, I, a lot of them are just like I think a lot of them are more like um, play. I think a lot of them seem to play more cornerback. If I'm looking at it right, yeah, he has a, he has a lot of corners. I think that's where I put that from. It's just like you really have to pick the perfect guy in order to trust a corner in IDP leagues uh, week in and week out. Like, so it can't be like a bona fide number one corner, shutdown corner, because they're just not going to throw his way. And you don't, it's not that common anymore to see guys come away with like eight to 10 interceptions every year. Um, so in like a league where guys are valued for tackles and pass breakups and stuff, you need the volume. Um, so defensive backs kind of uh, dart throw here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I usually like safeties and stuff for guys who play in the box more um, tend to be more valuable. So I think that's where my thought process went with that. Um, and then I also, for his last one, I said wide receiver depth. Um his starting three are studs. He's got Hopkins, Tyree Kill, and Cooper Cup. Um, all studs, all good. Um, but beyond that, it gets a little dicey. Um, Tyron Johnson, Kiki QT, uh, nothing you're going to really be able to depend on there. Uh, Debo Samuel is good. It's just he's been banged up a lot. And Julian Edelman, yeah, I mean, you probably have more thoughts on that than I do. I'm amazed he's uh, not retiring. <laughs> Yeah, I or go yeah. into a contender. Yeah, so I you have no idea what to make of that, and then like he doesn't have anything else besides those guys. So again, fortunately, these guys were able to stay healthy for the most part this year, but I think he needs some depth pieces to rotate in or um, use as needed um, for his depth. So I mean, obviously, his team's rock solid. He went to the championship and large part because my homes and Rogers um, and he has got the best, the craziest tight end combination <laughs> yeah. you could ask for. Seriously. Uh, I'd be the only guy that would ever actually start three tight ends. Yeah. Like that's I'm envious because for so many years I struggled even to find one competent tight end that wouldn't either get hurt or just get fallen out of favor. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally feel like I'm in a decent spot with tight end, but like he's been, he could play two or three every week if he wanted to. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know, he has Kelsey Hayden Hurst and Darren Waller, which is yeah, just absolutely it's ridiculous. Stupid. So maybe that's why he doesn't have to receive death. Cause he can just flaunt that around too. That's true. Uh, so yeah, that's I mean once you get to these uh the lower half of this order, it gets harder to pick them apart because they're obviously good teams. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, my summary note for uh TO was that having the KC big three immediately makes you a contender since he has <laughs> Hill as well. Just that's, Hill Kelsey and Mahomes is just a ridiculous to have. Oh, that's nuts. He, that's such a that's gotta be so fun to watch every Sunday and just watch yeah. his points rack up. Yeah. It's actually I realized uh he I also have all offense needs for him. Um, and for Shane. Uh-huh. So the top, our top three guys, I was, I uh, apparently decided they all needed offense. That's fascinating. Um, yeah. So my number one for TO was running back, actually. Okay. Um, I didn't, I don't think he has anybody that I would consider an out and out stud. 
Um, the closest is probably Chris Carson or Austin Eckler. Right. Um, the problem with Carson is that he's just not, he gets hurt. <laughs> he runs so hard. Yeah. He wants to run through everybody. <laughs> yeah. And so it's kind of hard. And then like, yeah, it's just hard. And Seattle's just kind of weird with their offense. I'm never sure what their game plan is. Yeah. They will see um, next year. Yeah. So, and then he has like Miles Gaskin. Um, Who could be the thing? I don't know. They, yeah. th- that seems still kind of murky to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Antonio Gibson's really good. Um, I think he got a good That's one. That's true. There. Yeah, I, I did miss Gibson. Um, I don't know. It's just it's the kind of same kind of thing though, where he's on Washington, and I feel like there's a. I feel like next year is definitely going to be a lot. Not a lot of teams, but like teams that are pretty easy to pick out that we don't know what they'll look like fantasy wise. Right. Um, and Gibson's kind of in that boat being on Washington. Um, but Gibson's probably, I would say, has potential to be that stud. We just don't know yet. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, yeah, so running back was my number one. And then I went Q- QB for the same reason you did. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's the best two you could have. Yeah. But like you need somebody else. You need a body. Um, yeah, especially just with like the way Rogers is at the end of every season where he's like, I might retire now. <laughs> like if you don't get ready now, you're gonna have problems in a yeah. two quarterback league if he just decides to retire. Yeah. Um and then my third one was wide receiver for basically all the same reasons that you outlined. Um okay. yeah, so I think just yeah, I I remember looking at the defensive backs and thinking about them, um, but the the running backs just kind of jumped out at me yeah. as like, uh, especially if you consider it from like a going into the championship again, I feel like he would get more worth out of trying to find a stud running back than trying to find like an improvement on defensive backs. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's hard to see. I don't know, it's like it's just one of those like especially looking at like a traditional fantasy football without looking at IDP that's like the glaring hole of the team is the lack of stud running back. Yeah, it's just the thing is everybody's looking for that. It's it's like yeah. it's a dime a dozen. It's so it's tough. Yeah, he apparently has Derrick Henry's backup, which I didn't um, even know Henry had a backup. Darrington Evans. Yeah, yeah, I remember Did he hearing get any that snaps. I think got a few. I mean, I guess pretty proud too. He probably, I mean, he probably get a few. I'm sure Henry yeah. got tired every now and then. Yeah, he is sort of human. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the last one is our champion, Mr. Shane Mealy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's pretty immediately obvious to see that he could be fighting for a championship again, um, especially because Jamie decided to give him picks. <laughs> God, I can't believe Jamie just trades things to Shane. Why doesn't he trade things to other people? Oh, I hate people that just give Shane things. All right, step down. Step down off the soapbox. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, to be fair, I traded him David Johnson, which did not help him. Yeah. So, yeah. I also did give him Adams, though, which definitely helped him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's fine. Who cares? It's a trade. Yeah. People want to trade. Trade. Exactly. Um, so my number one for Shane was running back. Uh, it's actually kind of funny. The top two guys, both of them are just like have kind of the same hole mm-hmm. um, being running back on offense. 
uh, I, he like he has Cook, which I love Cook. I have, also have Cook in another league, and um, I mean Cook's an out and out stud. It's just he gets hurt every now and then, and like I feel like it's every couple weeks he's out for like a quarter at least, yeah. and then or he just is like missing a couple games, and so that's just kind of scary. Um, other than Cook, he doesn't really have a stud guy. Uh, I feel like Melvin Gordon was kind of under the radar this year. Um, cause like a lot, I think a lot of people were expecting Lindsay to come in and be the starter, but I think, uh, Gordon ended up having more snaps, more of the snaps than Lindsay did. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Gordon ended up as like the 14th ranked running back, which isn't bad. It's just like, it's kind of hard to, it's hard to predict what'll happen there. Um, and then he's got like Gurley who, man, he fell off a cliff. Uh, yeah, which is sad. That's, yeah, that's bad. So yeah, so it's really like just some more depth at running back was my number one for Shane. Um, and then I actually went quarterback, um, mostly just because he has Kirk and Kyler, and then a great grouping <laughs> of Winston, Dalton, and Mariota and Darnold. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's the kind of thing where he needs some depth there that isn't just backups because it seems like I don't think New Orleans trusts Winston to be the starter. The fact that like Taysom Hill was like the definite starter over Winston, I think says a lot. Yeah. I think if you're another NFL team looking for a quarterback and you're like, wait, he couldn't start over Taysom Hill. (laughs) uh, I think that says a lot. (laughs) Or at least like Sean Payton did not trust this guy to start over Taysom Hill. It says something about Sean Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, I think Dalton at this point in his career is just going to be a backup everywhere he goes or a bridge yeah. quarterback. Like, I think I've heard some words about him maybe going to New England for a year and I guess being the tank commander of New England <laughs> or something <laughs> along those lines. Um, Mariota, I don't think is good. Um, <sighs> That's a nice sad one. I love Mariota. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I just don't think he's very good, though. Because a lot of these guys are really good backups. I'll tell you what. Yeah, no, that's I yeah. like. Shane has a great quarterback group for like a real NFL team. <laughs> oh yeah, that's but, a great locker room to have. Yeah, but not from like a fantasy perspective. And then Darnold, I mean, obviously the talk already of the Jets bringing in somebody else. Uh, yeah. Darnold is kind of in that boat of like hoping he has a Ryan Tannehill career now, where he gets traded, and then where he gets traded to, he has a good spot. Because mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. I feel like even if he doesn't get traded and they don't bring in somebody else, just all this talk's probably doing a lot to ruin his confidence. Yeah, um, I, I feel bad for him. Me I too. Really, I really thought he was a stud watching him at USC, and the Jets just – they did Jets things to him, unfortunately. Yeah, classic Jets. Yep. Um, and then my third one was tight end. Uh, he has Kittle. Um Kittle is fantastic, but I think Kittle is starting to trend to the Gronk territory um, where he's just so hard to bring down that the only way to bring him down is also the easiest ways to hurt him. Yep. <laughs> um, just because, like, you have to go low. Like, yeah. those kind of guys, it's like, if you try to take him on standing straight up, you're going to just get knocked over <laughs> as a defensive player. You're going to go flying. Yeah. I still to this day, my favorite, the only NFL game I've ever been to is Patriots Redskins, 
which it's one of like Gronk's top 10 like highlights of his career. He's just dragging three Redskins defenders for like 15 (laughs) yards just because they were small defensive backs. No way. We went to that Baltimore game. Oh, we did. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. You got okay. harassed. Yes, that's right. Okay, <laughs> so I've been to two. The first game I ever went to was Redskins Patriots. Oh, that Baltimore one was fun. That was a good one. Uh, yeah. Bringing peace between the Ravens and the Steelers, <laughs> and the only way a Patriots fan can. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Ebron. I mean, he's gonna be one of those journeyman guys. I don't think he's necessarily the long-term option in Pittsburgh. Yep. Shane just <laughs> loves his Jordan Reed, so he's still- <laughs> it's Jordan Reed. Hey, CJ Spiller retired, so he's gotta have some. That's other- true. Oh, yeah. I feel like was Jordan Reed in the league in high school? Because there's part of me that thinks like Shane has literally had him like since high school in various fantasy leagues we've done. I don't think so. I don't. Maybe think not. So. I don't think well, he's no, he's thirty. Long. That'd make him what twenty two? Yeah, he'd have to be. No, he could have been. Twenty thirteen was his first year. Okay, so, so no. no. Yeah. Then it was like, yeah, Shane. I think just had him as much as he could. Uh, Mo <laughs> Alley Cox is a name I've never heard of. <laughs> I, the one, I love the name, but the I've never one. heard it before podcasts i listen to they love him and they they call him gigantor because he's huge um he was his he's six five two sixty seven oh that's a big boy (laughs) and they they whenever they bring him up they uh just say oh yeah gigantor and they play this like little sound clip it sounds like (laughs) uh sounds like like a 1920s film just going gigantor He also apparently played basketball. Oh, he's yeah. one of those tight ends. Yeah, it's it's the classic basketball to tight end conversion. That's funny. Um, so, but still, I think I think depth back there, and then just a better insurance policy for if and when Kittle gets hurt mm-hmm. uh, would be good. So yeah, so my top three were quarterback, running back, and or running back first, then quarterback, then tight end for Shane. Okay. So first one I had was running back. Um, Cook is a stud, obviously. Um, You alluded to everything about him. You did. um, And you're welcome, Shane, for giving you Madison for his (laughs) handcuff. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, Couldn't keep him anymore. But um, then the move for Gordon was solid for him. And um, I mean, I was kind of under the same impression after like partway through the season that I feel like I I mean I I did think Gordon was gonna do well in Denver. Um and shockingly he actually did. So all the shade I got for that trade at the beginning, you know, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> but um I mean him and Lindsay are an interesting pair there. Um but I think Gordon's doing fine and he'll be a decent option but other than that like this this was like kind of my I was intrigued how far Shane would make it this year because everyone was sadly waiting for the drop off with Gurley all year mm-hmm. and it came and it came hard and I mean I felt the effects of it because I traded with Shane in another league for Gurley and I hardly touched him um so who knows how dependable he'll be. And then Gus Edwards will have like some carries here and there. And like all of his other guys, like he, he just doesn't have a guy he'd be able to plug in if something were to go wrong with one of those two guys. So I think he definitely needs a reliable option up there. 
um, which I'm sure he'll be getting early in the draft this year. But uh, second one I had, he just finished up talking about was tight end depth. Um, Kittle is Kittle, and the injuries are definitely going to be a concern with him. And then Ebron's definitely not the answer in Pittsburgh. I really hope they don't commit to him as the answer. Um, they need to get someone in there as a to take over year two or whatever. But Ebron's not going to be their guy, and Jordan Reed and Riley Cox will just leave. Who knows? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think he just needs some uh, solid pieces for depth and tight ends are. Um, it's like freaking gold mining to find some good ones and fancy mm-hmm. anymore. Um, and then the last one, I thought about quarterback too. Um, but I feel like one of his de- backup options could pan out okay. I feel like there's a decent chance. Um, and uh, sorry, my dad just texted me. Um, so I think he'll be okay at quarterback and. The third option I had was defensive line, actually. Um, Interesting. Donald is a freak. Um, and for as much of a freak as he is, I mean, you're not going to see when you look at the numbers and stuff because he's getting, like, double and triple teamed, like, every play. Um, True. But, like, I mean, that's a direct impact on fantasy output. So, like, he's still going to have games where – Freaking, what do you have? He had one game where he had four sacks, four tackles, and they were all sacks this year against Washington. That's um, ridiculous. <laughs> so he's going to do Aaron Donald things a lot of the, a lot of the time, but like for fantasy purposes, he's going to like. There's a lot of single digit duds in here, um, so I don't think it's something dependable for IDP. And Cedarius so Smith played well this year um, for him, but like I, I don't know, I. I feel like he's just lacking that like gem of a defensive line player. I mean, he's got these amazing core linebackers and some really good defensive backs too. And if he gets that stud defensive lineman to plug in there, I just, I just don't see it on this team anywhere. I don't see anything that's really jumping out to me. Um, but I feel like defensive line has been easy to pick apart for everybody, but that's just one thing I've noticed for him. Yeah, I thought I heard somewhere that Jonathan Allen was doing better this year. Maybe, and he probably was in like a, just a pure football perspective because like <laughs> they have like four first round picks on the defensive line, and I'm sure he probably graded out better at PFF too because they can't focus their attention on one specific guy anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my wrap up for Shane is running back depth, tight end depth, and defensive line. And nice. Saying you suck. Yeah, agreed. Yep. Um, all right. We did yeah. it. All we the team needs. It. Yep. So there it is. Do your homework, boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so as we mentioned before at the beginning, uh, we're do the mock draft probably in a couple weeks. Um, so the rules we decided on are that max is going to be all the odd picks in the draft. Um, so like one, three, five, seven, nine, and I'm going to do two, four, six, eight, and 10. Uh, we kind of went with this partially because that meant max got to pick for me. I think most of the time then I got to pick for max, um, which I think will be fun partially because then we can kind of keep our little secrets about our game plans for that, the actual draft. And also, um, 
he'll just kind of throw some curveballs, I think, which will be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the game plan right now is to do all four rounds live. Yeah. Um, probably have to do a lot of editing down for that episode. We'll see. <laughs> There'll yeah, probably be a lot can, of junk in there. <laughs> we, can, we can stay ambitious and say we'll do all four for right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it'll be a couple episodes, though. I think we want to try to do some non, uh, like, draft-related episodes to try to figure out what this podcast, like, other stuff we can do with the podcast. So, uh, next episode, we're definitely going to feature Shane, uh, Mr. League Champ. Um, boom. Yeah, boom. <laughs> Maybe it'll just be 20 minutes of booing while he That's sits on the call. Fine. Yeah, he enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll figure out something yeah. to talk to him about. Uh, yeah. I mean, we can, yeah. I mean, we tossed around ideas that we could do that like as a segment every year to get the league champ or something if this carries forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, we can just try and get some more people in here to talk dynasty and yeah. see what people want to bullshit about. I love bullshitting. Yeah, me too. Um if anybody has like a suggestion or would like want to hear some kind of regular segment that we do, let us know. Um, we, could do a, DMs. <laughs> we could do a mailbag. Mailbag. I love it. <laughs> the other eight people in the league. Yes. Send <laughs> me questions. mail. I'm at home all the time. I will get your mail. <laughs> all right. We'll do a mailbag. If anybody actually asks us a question, we'll do a mailbag. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, or we can just make up questions. <laughs> we can get like a nice uh, sound bit or something for a mailbag intro. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Maybe that'll become a thing. Um, oh, so yeah, uh, this has been episode two. Uh, we're also, so it was my fault for how long it took to get episode two out. <laughs> uh real life ended up showing up over the past couple weeks. Yeah. Um I hopefully we'll pick a day to make it more regular. Uh, I yeah. think we still need to figure out if we want to do a weekly or bi weekly thing. Yeah. Um, Last week was just weird. So yeah. Um Yeah. Other than that, I think we're all done here. Yeah. Here we are. That's football. That's football. Yeah. That could be our sign-off tag. That's, That's football. football. <laughs> oh, we can make a t-shirt. <laughs> That's Buy football. my merch. That's football, and we like stocks. And we That's like all, stocks. That's oh, all yeah, we diamond hands, say. everybody. Hold yeah, strong. Yeah, diamond hands. To the moon. To the moon. See you, boys. See ya. <laughs>